Welcome to Mimesis, the podcast about all the ways that, all the twisted ways that <laughs> art and life imitate each other. I'm Stacey Rourke. <laughs> and I'm Sandra Sheriff-Zacherly. And we're your hosts on this zany adventure. And it's been a minute and I forgot how to start the show. <laughs> <laughs> Very zany, twisted things. <laughs> yeah, it has been a minute. It has. About five months to be precise. I think so. Yeah. Yes. October, I think was the last time we recorded. Yeah. Um, sorry, y'all. Yeah, we're sorry. Um, life happened in a very, yes. very gut-wrenching way. But yes. um, And we're going to talk about that today with our new episode. I found a way to tie it all in together. But um, the important thing here is that we're back and we're moving forward and uh, we're going to bring all new content to your ear holes. So, yes. I don't know if it's going to be every week that we'll get an episode out right now, but we are trying to build some content. Yes. Even if we can do twice a month to get back into the groove, I think I think we can we can make that happen. Absolutely. But yeah. um I've missed doing this with you. I've missed doing this for our listeners. And, Absolutely. Um I I need to get back to doing the things that I'm passionate about. Yes. Um, I was in survival mode for quite a few months now. Yes. And I'm finally getting beyond that a little bit to where I'm, I'm wanting to go back to the things that I'm passionate about and I'm wanting to focus more on my goals for the future. So Absolutely. Yeah. So before I go into my dark and twisted tale, what's up with you? (laughs) I'm sick at the moment because, you know, it's right before my birthday and I always get sick right before my birthday. Worst birthday present ever. It is. (laughs) But I mean, it's middle of winter and there's just not really much you can do outside. Yeah. And so everybody's inside and... It's gross, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's okay. All right, doing okay. Winter sucks, mm-hmm. but <laughs> we're we're actually getting out and doing stuff as a family. We're all enjoying bowling at the moment, oh, and how we're fun. all doing lots of bowling. I think we're at the bowling alley four times a week. Wow, <laughs> yeah, twice for Emma. And then twice for Scott and I. And does does little man go? He does. He'll either bowl when Emma's bowling or when we're bowling. Okay. (laughs) So now it's a competition between Emma and I because she has beat my score by one, my highest score by one pin. So now I have to get it. (laughs) You got it. You got to show up. You got to show up and you got to show off. And that's that's how that's going to go. Yeah. Well, that's fun. I'm glad you guys are doing that as a family. Yeah. What what were you going to say? She said what? I don't remember. (laughs) She's just doing really good. Like, we're really proud of her. She made it into the Pepsi Challenge, which is a bowling tournament here that she can win a scholarship from, depending on how well she does. Good for her. Yep. That'll be in May. A little badass. Good for her. She is. She bowls so good, but she thinks that she doesn't. And like, that's where it's like, you just bowled a 203 as a 13-year-old. Come on, you're doing great. Yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. Get rid of the self-doubts. It's okay uh-huh. to be a little bit arrogant about the shit that you um, are good at. Yeah. Speaking of that, have you, and I know I am super late to the game, but give me a little credit. Like, shit happens. Have you ever watched fucking RuPaul's Drag Race? I've seen a few episodes. Girl, watch that with Emma because the confidence. Oh, she she watches that all the time. She loves it. The confidence that it will give you in yourself. Oh, oh. Yeah. I have started with um, now when I drop the girls off at school, when they get out of the car, I I tell them, sashay away. (laughs) I said that to Ellie this morning. And climbing out of the car, she hit her head on top of the car. And <laughs> I was like, not what I meant. <laughs> that is not sashaying away. <laughs> so yeah, I know I'm late yeah. to the game, but like that's it's become yeah, my I've comfort seen a few show. episodes, but it's so good. it's good. It is. No, I'm addicted since the last time I saw you. That freaking oh, what's it called? I don't know. The makeup. Oh, Face Off. Oh, yes. Yes. That show is amazing. I have been binging it. It's so good. Did you see the Monster High episode yet? No. Okay. So I don't know what episode that's in. Like when we started at your house, I was able to start with like season one. When I came home because I don't have Hulu live. Yeah. I could only start at season nine. Okay. I don't know what season it it is, but there is a Monster High episode that is so amazing the way they did laguna blue was just phenomenal so good oh that's awesome yeah yeah okay so okay so this episode is gonna get real real quick yes but i i think i'm at a little bit better place that i can discuss this without openly weeping so um yeah um in october September. September. September of um, last year, out of the blue, my husband of 23 years decided that um, he no longer wanted to be married. Um, Yeah. Um, You see in the movies how women are blindsided by that information, and I completely and totally was. Yeah. Um, Yeah. as was I. Yeah, as was literally everybody <laughs> because, like, I thought I had we... literally spent two weeks with you. Mm-hmm. Like, not very long before, or yeah, before he did this. And I didn't see anything. No. I, I would never, ever suspected it. No. Um, I spent two fucking full weeks with you. <laughs> yeah. And. <laughs> Oh, fuck! I th- I spent twenty three years with him. I didn't see it coming. I oh, know. Um, I'm. This is not going to be an episode bad mouthing him. No. Um, this is not going to be a me- episode. I don't know. Dissecting what happened, but I thought in true Mimesis fashion, the best way to kind of tell everybody what happened is to compare it to an element of art, and that's what we're going to do. Art and life yes. are going to imitate each other. So for this, this in very fucking twisted ways, <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, the it was funny because it and what we're going to be comparing my life to is season one of the show, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. 
Um, and I've never Mrs. heard Maisel, of the show. It is on Amazon Prime. Okay. It is phenomenal. Um, the costuming, the acting, the writing, everything in this show. If you have not seen it, please treat yourself and do. Um, okay. See you later. <laughs> I have to switch chairs. I'm so sorry. <laughs> she just got up and left. All right. Well, she's like, I've heard this story before. I'm checking out. <laughs> or were you going to go watch Miss Maisel right now? <laughs> I'm going to go watch it. I'm going to turn it on right there behind me. <laughs> Um, seriously, please watch it. It's, it's very smart. It's very funny. It's a very good show. It is loosely based on the career of Joan Rivers. Okay. Yeah. So there's some parallels there between, um, Midge, the main character and Joan Rivers. In later seasons, she is a writer on an, uh, evening talk show, um, she does get her start there. She does have a bit of a rivalry with the show host, which in Joan Rivers' case was um, Johnny Carson. So, so there, there are some similarities there. And Zachary Levi it, is on the show for, I think, a season and a couple episodes in season two. And he's, you know, Flynn Rider in all his glory. <laughs> <laughs> So he was a welcome. Um, Tony Shalhoub is in it. Um, there's okay. just, it's a great cast. Highly recommend giving it a try. But my kids and I were watching it together. And ob- obviously my kids know what it, what had happened. And as I was watching season one with them, they were, they're like, this is, this is like mirroring our lives pretty spot on. <laughs> and knowing what goes on to happen to Midge and the fact that the tragic end of her marriage prompted everything that followed. I'm really hoping that, yeah, my, my life continues to mirror that because um, if this pain leads to something fabulous in my future, then fuck it. All right. It was all worthwhile. So absolutely upward and onwards, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so in the very beginning of season one of The Mar- Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, um, Midge, the main character, her life um, or her family, her husband, their two kids, is her entire life. Um, everything, you know, he at that point, he wants to be a stand-up comedian. So, you know, she's she's baking a brisket just to get him a good spot in the, the lineup of comedians and... Everything she does all day, every day is for her family and to have this perfect family. I don't want to say image, but like dynamic. Yeah. Um, And she too, one night is completely blindsided when her husband's like, I'm leaving you. And that is very much where I was at that point. Um, I... Had ju- we had just gone to Dragon Con. Yep. Like a couple weeks before all this happened. And I spoke on that Outlander panel where I compared yes, my marriage to that of Jamie and Claire. Um, it was a real full on mic drop moment. It was. Like it <laughs> won the entire debate. And yes. turns out it was based on a fucking lie. Because you know what? 
James Malcolm Mackenzie Frazier would <laughs> never do Claire dirty like that. Ah, oh, no. Fuck no. <laughs> he would fall on his own sword before he would do that to Claire. Absolutely. So I will not badmouth my ex. I will just say he is no Jamie Frazier. Let's. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't badmouth him either. He was my uncle for 23 plus years. I mean, you dated for a couple of years before you got married. Yeah. And he was my uncle. And I still love him, but I'm not happy with him. Yes. Now, let me put a clause on here. We will not badmouth him on air. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I don't really badmouth him too much. Uh, on air. <laughs> Now, if you come over here one night when Sandy and I are together and we've been having a couple drinks, what you hear may be something different, but that will never be public. So, nope. No. Um, now, in the show, there is a dumb secretary who plays a part in the end of the marriage. Oh. And I'm not going to touch on that <laughs> in any way. No. I will say there was no secretary. No. <laughs> We won't touch on that in any further way. Um, th there was no secretary. No, not at all. But there were other issues. And when <clears throat> Midge finds out about this, she goes to a comedy club and just unloads on stage just completely. Ends up getting carted away by the police. Ends up with one tit out in the middle of the, the comedy thing. <laughs> but she learns that she has a talent for this, for comedy. Um, I did not have a tit out moment yet. Good. <laughs> no, no, we're going to keep it that way. <laughs> I have not have it, had any drunken public moments, anything like that. Um but also, I knew what my passion and my dreams were before all this started. So yes. that was kind of her way of learning what she wanted to do. Mine, I, I know what I want to do. And um, in the show, she, she has a nightclub owner or worker that becomes her manager, and they start trying to line her up comedy gigs. But along the way... I mean, she's she's a mom and she has to support her kids. So she has to go out and she has to get a job. Yep. Um, in the show, she starts working at a makeup counter at, I can't remember what big name store. It's in New York. So it's, I can't remember. It, it's basically the equivalent to like, you know, Bloomingdale's or Macy's or something like that. Okay. Um, I did not get a job at a makeup counter did get a job at a furniture store. So yes. also in sales. Um, and Midge ends up having a talent for talking to people and schmoozing people and, you know, being good in sales. And um, there is a mirror there because sales is something that does come pretty, pretty easy to me. I'm good at talking yes. to people. And I have been fortunate to find a company that has been very supportive of what I've been going through. And they're good people. Um, so it has a been a blessing for people. Yes, very good yeah. group of people. Um, 
and you know they've with the discount they've helped me he took the the couch when he moved out so <laughs> we've yeah. we've got a pretty new couch and we've got a new <laughs> rug and um we we got an a pretty new end table and so the the benefits of working in a furniture store have been there yes um but as midge is working at the makeup store she's still continuing to grow and um expand her her comedy repertoire 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 um (laughs) you know honing her jokes and making sure that they they are punchy when she's up on stage and the one thing i will say in the show is they don't give her much of a they don't show much of a mourning period for her but i think it's because on the show yeah, they're trying to keep it moving. They're trying to keep it snappy. They're right. trying to keep it going. Um, and for a little while, I will say, I never stopped writing in all of this. No. But my goals for myself at a, as a writer really, really, really had to be scaled down. Um, before all this started, when I was writing full time, I was writing at least a thousand words every single day. Yes. And when this started and when I, I'm working full time at the furniture store. So I, I, between working full time and being a full time, you know, mom, because he has moved out of the house, um, the kids are not doing overnights with him as of this point by their choosing. So I am. I have 100% custody of the kids and taking care of them. So it's, I don't have the the, the downtime just for me, which is, it's, it's part of being a parent. Like I'm not bad about right. that at all. But so it's, it was harder for me to juggle writing and working and being a mom and taking care of the house and everything. So because I had to. Because it's a new situation and you're learning like. It's a big thing to just get dropped in your lap and you went 23 years, 18 years of living a certain, 17 years of living a certain way. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the next day your schedules change and you have to learn a new routine. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. And you have to adjust with it and you just have to go. And that's what I mean when I said earlier that I was in survival mode. It was that Absolutely. there was no other option. You know, if I want to keep a roof on the over the kid's head, if I want to keep the electric on, if I want to keep the water running, I have to do this. Absolutely. Um, and I know exactly how that is. Yeah. I, you helped me through when Brandon and I got separated and I was a single mom to a 10-month-old. I mean, And you just got to do what you have to do. If I didn't come over to your house and eat, I wasn't eating for the day. Yeah. Emma had food, but I didn't. Yeah. And that's what it's about is it's about making sure that they're okay. And, um, you know, making sure that they have their lunches for school and, okay, well, I don't have money to go buy a bag of Doritos right now, but okay, we've got microwave popcorn. I'm going to pop some popcorn and you can have that in your lunch along with, you know, your sandwich or whatever. It's making changes that need to be done so that the kids are provided for. Yes. Um, And I did that without hesitation. But again, my writing schedule really suffered because of it. So it became 
okay, I can't write a thousand words a day. Can I write 500 words a day? And all right, I can't write them every day. How about every other day or at least two or three times a week? You know, it was really scaling down um, my goals for myself and allowing myself the grace that, okay, well, all you wrote this week was 500 words, but you know what? Good for you. You still wrote them. Yeah, you still wrote it. You got up, you went to work, you came home, you fed the kids, you sat down on the couch and you worked towards your goal. So fucking good for you. And anybody- You still have your heat, you still have your lights, you still have the roof over your head, you still have the girls. Exactly. And everybody's safe. And that's, that's what it comes down to. And anybody that is going through anything like this, the biggest, biggest, biggest thing that I can say is allow yourself grace. Do Absolutely. not set unrealistic expectations for yourself. You know what? If you're having a down day and the only fucking thing you did all day was get out of brush bed and brush your teeth, <laughs> then fucking good for yep. you. You got out of bed and you yep. brushed your teeth. And you, if you had to take a day that you just needed to lay there and cry, good for you. Absolutely. Because you know what? You need to feel those feelings to get through them. Absolutely. And again, that's something that they didn't really show in Marvelous Miss Maisel, as they yeah. didn't show her having those days where it was just struggling to get by. She's always shown I, as this character that's going and moving. And I'm sorry. I wish that they would show a little bit more of the grief that comes with a relationship ending. Yes. Be death, be divorce, be just separating. Like, I wish that they did. Because oh, yeah. the grief is there after that. Yes. And in some ways, I mean, it's the equivalent of a death because yeah. it's it's the death of the love that you believed was there. I mean, I believed this man was my forever. With my whole fucking heart and soul, I believed he was my forever. And the fact that that was gone, yes, that's a death. That's a death yeah. of the future. Uh, I said I wasn't going to cry. And this one, whew, that one got to me. Um, it's the death of the future, what you thought your future yes. looked like. Like I saw the rest of my life mapped out. Yep. I saw, whew, I saw my kids growing. I saw him standing by my side as they graduated and they got married and they had kids. And I saw us playing with our grandkids together. And, um, and that's gone now. Yeah. And for a long time, that was, and it still is, obviously, or I wouldn't fucking be crying right now. <laughs> um, it's emotional and it's hard. It is. But there is something, and again, talking to anybody that goes through anything like this, there is something amazing and magical that happens along the way. And it's something that um, kind of goes away as we get older. And that is... Uh, you know, if you think about when you graduated high school, when you graduated from college, when you were just starting out and there were endless possibilities of what was laid out before you. Yes. Anything could happen. And you didn't know and it was exciting and it was scary, but you were there for it. And I think as we get older and we start our families, we get set into a routine where like, you know, like I said, of this is what the future is going to look like. Yeah. You know, 
step one, step two, step three. You think there's all these steps there. And I'm getting to the point now where, like I said, in, in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, amazing things happened for her professionally after the end of her marriage and in her life. And I'm to the point now where, okay, I don't know what my future is going to look like. I don't know what's in store for me or what's going to happen, but I'm not afraid of it anymore. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's going to happen because there's going to be some amazing things that happen. Um, It's not going to be easy. It hasn't been easy since, you know, all this happened, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see if if the universe had to put me in this position for, for whatever is coming next, then holy hell, I can't wait to see what it is because this is really painful. So it has to be really fucking cool. <laughs> so, whew, yes, I said, I agree. I said I wasn't. I know. <laughs> I'm like trying to hold back the tears right now <laughs> because like it's a loss for me too. I know. I lost my dad when I was young. I lost my stepdad. And so Uncle Jay has been there. Yeah. And now it's like another loss. Yeah. He's the one that walked you down the aisle when you got married. Yeah. He held Emma and Evan at the hospital. Yeah. (laughs) Like he's always been there and it's hard, but I'm doing a lot better than I thought I would. I've had a lot of therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Which I will say, again, anybody going through this, please, 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 please get help. Please talk to somebody. Don't try to brave this and go it alone. No. And that's why when everything went down, I booked a flight and instantly came home. Yeah. Because you needed somebody. I did. Even if it was just to cry. Even if it was just to I'm right here supporting you, whatever you need. And she came down and um, he was still living at home at that time. So we booked a hotel room and it was um, you, me and the girls went to a hotel room for the night and it was, you know, Florida was warm and sunny at the time. So we were able to go and visit the pool and we stayed in the pool for a couple hours. <laughs> stayed in the pool for a couple hours. and Until I think it started raining. Yeah. <laughs> but we had a good night of we did. being together and all of us just like, I don't know what the fuck is happening, but yeah. we're together and we're going to get through this. Yep. Um, and I think you needed it just as much as I needed it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was, yeah. I mean... At that point, I was completely floored and trying to make sense of what was happening, Um, which there is no making sense of it because no no matter how well you think you know somebody, you never, ever, ever know what's going on in their head. Um, And that could come back and bite you in the ass. So uh, I am in therapy. My kids are in therapy. We're all working our way through this as best we can. So I do recommend to everybody that if if you're going through any kind of grief or loss of any kind please get help it it makes all the difference in the world it does it really really does yeah um so i highly recommend that um yeah (laughs) 
it's it's been hard as hell um but you know mrs mazel she got the sales job and she worked that until her comedy career took off and soared her to new heights and um i just have to get back to doing the things that i love so that the opportunities can present themselves for this to take off and soar us to new heights so i'm absolutely I'm back to writing. writing, yes. with the podcast. <laughs> yes. So we're back to podcasting. We can't promise you weekly, but we're going to try for at least once or twice a month to get new content yep. out. And um, Sandra and I have begun doing um, narration on books. We have some yes. clients. I'm not up. talking. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm narrating. I'm not the voice. <laughs> I'm narrating. She's my sound I'm editor. I'm just doing the editing. Yes, but we are we're offering that service for some authors and we're really enjoying that and narrating my books. And um, you know, the other podcasts that I do, I've got my one with Jen Payne on Paused Life. Rue Valley and I are talking about getting um Bitaboo back. Uh so all of I... it. Whenever I am editing your episodes or your narrations, I literally try and have a conversation out loud with you. <laughs> like today, I caught myself like, yep, yep, you said that word wrong. Good job that you fixed it. And then I'm like, oh, I don't need to answer her. She's not here. <laughs> That's why Nicole, I have been talking to her and he was like, I can't listen to Mimesis. And I was like, why? She goes, because I try to answer you and Stacy like the whole time. <laughs> like I'm there with you through with you two having a conversation and I'm there and I get funny looks because I'm out in public <laughs> talking to myself, answering questions. <laughs> well, that makes it even better, Nicole. That's why you need to do it. <laughs> um and our cousin Misty has said that she's been missing Mimesis because this is what she listens to when she's at work. Yes. And, uh, you know, we have our listeners that we've, we've, we uh, haven't neglected you. No. And we I don't want to say we've let you to... down because I mean, if anything, we all know shit happens and yeah, but this right here is me picking myself up by my bootstraps and going as much as I appreciate the furniture store, it's not my forever. Um, I want to get back to my passions and um, I want to see how far they can take me. And fucking Absolutely. let's do it. Let's let's a marvelous Mrs. Maisel this shit and see how far <laughs> we can go. Because yes. if she can end up with her name in lights, then God damn it, I'm ready for it. <laughs> Absolutely. You deserve it. <laughs> What's the line from Hamilton? I'm willing to wait for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's what's been going on. And, um, you know, there's a lot happening. And first I was afraid. (laughs) I was petrified. Kept thinking I could never live without him by my side. I can't like I'm like I don't know the next words I'm like trying but it's not coming and then you're like Spend saying so many and I was like, yes. wondering how you did me wrong and I moved on and I grew I, I fucked it up but whatever you get what I'm saying we can't sing anymore we'll get sued right but yeah 
I'm surviving and you're surviving and my kids yep. are surviving. Um, and we're going to get through this. And Mimesis is back. and We are. The only thing that I will say that I did like what came of this is that <laughs> last year, from July <laughs> till Christmas, <laughs> I saw you every single month. <laughs> Baby girl, just come visit. You don't have to wait for trauma. <laughs> <laughs> no, like July was not trauma. Yeah. August was not trauma. No. September, September October, even, November, yeah. December. <laughs> the rest of that it. Was. That was. Yeah. I saw you twice in September. Yeah. The first <laughs> yeah. time was great. <laughs> that was the wine. end of Dragon Con. <laughs> not so much. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been a month since I've been down there. And I don't like it. I know. I think it's time for you to come back down. I think it is. But Scott... February sucks, so he's always gone. Oh. (laughs) So (laughs) he hasn't been gone the last two weeks because the UP has not had enough snow for him to travel for work. That's weird. The UP hasn't had enough snow. The UP. We've had more snow down here than the UP has. The UP has had zero snow days. That's so weird. We've had Five. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I do not miss that. I remember, yeah. I think it was the last winter we were up there. The kids were off of school more days in January than they went because it was just yeah. like bitterly cold and so much snow. Oh, yeah. I think you were here for the winter vortex. That was the horrible, horrible year. It was like sub-zero temperatures every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. We've had a lot of ice days. It wasn't necessarily snow days. It was <coughs> ice. Yeah. Because it's a lot of back roads. Mm-hmm. And the one day I was like, really? You guys could have went to school. And then like an hour later, there was a post on Facebook that said that one of the fire trucks on the back road fell- flipped over. And I was like, okay, yeah, no. <laughs> Never Couldn't mind. that they didn't have school. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> when a fire truck flips over. Yeah. Because of ice and they went sliding. Yeah. The bus would have too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And those kids do not have seatbelts in school buses. No. No. Which I still do not understand. Nope. I don't get it. No. But no. So no. to summarize um, this episode, watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel because the show is yes. fantastic. And um, we're back. And we're back. Big things are coming. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gonna do this thing. And you should listen to Once Upon Once Upon a Podcast. That's not the right one. <laughs> yeah. Once Upon a Podcast. Yeah. There are so many things that we have going on. I know. Once Upon a Narration, Once Upon a Podcast, uh, Unpaused Life. Unpaused Life. And soon, Mises. Bitaboo will be back. Bitaboo. Rue and I are talking about getting that one back together, too. So... And I am closing in on the end of my 43rd novel. I'm really excited about this one. I need this one. Um, Dead wrong. I am ready for it. I am ready. I mean, I've spent the last, what, two, three months focusing on nothing but Octavia's world. (laughs) 
So I'm like, so okay, you're I like in the, withdrawals right now. <laughs> I am. Yeah. And I got to get back to narrating um, Death's Door so we can get Death that Door, one out. Yeah. And we got to get Jaws of Death up and active so people can listen to it. We do. Mm-hmm. We do. I need a copy of Death's Door. I just realized I don't have that one. I have it. Like, I'm looking at my books right now. I have one. I'll send it. No problem. Okay. Or you could just come down and get it. Um, March. Okay. Cool. It's a date. <laughs> oh, flights aren't horrible. Um, the first Disney days, because I think the girls need that again. I mean, that was that's been a big part of their lives since they were little. But I'm just trying to get the annual passes back for the kids because they they've been missing it and they need yeah. it. So. Yeah. And our last picture from Pirates of the Caribbean is so sad. <laughs> oh, it really is. We could leave this part in if we want, but um, right when my husband asked for a divorce, I tried to cheer myself and my kids up by taking us to Disney World because, you know, it's the <laughs> happiest place on earth. And we went on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. <laughs> There's a picture. <laughs> you only take your picture on the ride. And... um. Elliot looks like she's having some sort of like internal crisis, which she was. Madeline yes. looked like she was about to like just fucking let the like the world on fire. She looks so pissed like she could kill somebody with her gaze. Like she was a pirate. And I looked completely destroyed and just had my head resting on her head like I couldn't even support my own weight. <laughs> and it's the saddest picture. Ever. like i could laugh at it now because it's like wow wow <laughs> we should not have had a disney day that day but at the time i thought it would you kind of needed it too because it did take your mind off of everything that yeah. was going on it did it did yeah so all right ma'am that's all i got for today <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know what i'm gonna do next um I've got a few ideas. I just need to pick one and just roll with it and then do the other one too. Any so. little teasers you want to give us of possible ideas? Um, I've recently watched Wild, I think it's called, with Reese Witherspoon. Oh, I haven't seen that. Was it good? It was really good. It's about finding yourself. Okay. And I mean, she got a divorce and whatnot, but it's more about her and her story and not... I mean, she was the bad one in the relationship. She drugs and whatnot, but it was really good. Okay. I'll have to give it a try. And just finding yourself and your purpose. That's what it's all about for all of uh-huh. us. Exactly. And of course, if people have any ideas or suggestions of things that they could would like us to do, please get a hold of us and let us know. Do you by any chance have our social media in front of you? <laughs> I don't, but I remembered it. I okay. was prepared. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can email us at the Mimesis Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us at the Mimesis Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. Tiki Talk. I haven't made a post in a really long time on TikTok. I have actually gotten in the habit of doing like videos damn near every day. <laughs> Then I need to give you the Mimesis account. I don't know. Like, it's just become something, like, in the process of all of this that became, like, therapeutic to me is I just make, like, goofy little videos every day. I don't know. I know. I love them. Like, I see your face every day and I love it. Thank you. 
You can always tell when I'm like feeling cute because I don't put all the the um bold glamour <laughs> ones on. I just yeah. Like yesterday, yeah. I was feeling cute yesterday. Today was a bold glamour day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's your day off. So. Exactly. I wore my I mean, pajamas all day. <laughs> If we were showing this, I'd have like every filter as possible because I, the last two days I've been sick in bed. Like uh, my head was too heavy. I couldn't even lift it up. Oh, it was that's horrible. horrible. Uh, I did not leave my bed for two days. Today is my first day up and out of bed. I bet you smelled wonderful. <laughs> oh, I, t- I took a shower. I, I, will, I did get in the shower because I thought maybe that um, when I was down downtown Disney, uh, when we were down for Christmas, I bought some shower bombs. Yeah. So I thought that the eucalyptus and the menthol would help open up my nasal passages. But no, it did feel a little bit better after the showers, but that was about all I got out of bed for. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That's impressive. It was because I was sick. I had, what was it, a week ago? A week or two ago? I can't remember. I came home from work and like, passed out on the couch and my kids yeah. were like you need to go to bed and not go to work tomorrow and i did not make it to work the next day but i did not get out of bed either like i was knocked on my ass yeah it was i bad. don't know there's something going on yeah hopefully y'all don't get it avoid the crime. Stay healthy yeah. yeah and if you're going through anything horrible and painful like this just know please that you are not alone um no you will get through this. Please reach out. If you need to reach out to us and just, you know, vent your story. If you need guidance as to finding professional help, let us know. Whatever you need. Yep. We're here for you. And just remember, you know, it's okay to stumble. It's okay to fall. It's okay to spend days where you are crying. But eventually. It's okay to be not okay. It's okay to be not okay. And just know that the day is going to come that you are able to adjust your crown and be the yeah. badass queen or king that you are meant to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Until next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Mimesis. If you enjoy this podcast, by all means, tell your friends about it and give us a review on whatever platform you listen on. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks. Thanks.